Welcome to the Phil Nason Show, brought to you by PlayUp Sportsbook. PlayUp welcomes all bettors and offers the best prices on the market. They are also proud to be an official betting partner of the New Jersey Devils. Check them out online or in the App Store and see for yourself why PlayUp is your best bet. You're listening to a pre-recorded edition of the Phil Nason Show. The Phil Nason Show. Download us at your favorite podcast catcher, including iTunes, TuneIn, iHeartRadio, or Google Play, and please leave a review. You can follow Phil on social media at Cash with Flash and like our Facebook show page. Welcome. Welcome. Welcome to the Phil Nason Show. Welcome to the Phil Nason Show. We're here to make you money, and we have a terrific show planned for you today. Playoff Sportsbook presents the Phil Nason Show. Play up! Sign up for an account and find out why PlayUp is always your best bet. That's PlayUp.com. Head on Play over up. and cash with Flash. And speaking of cash with Flash, we have our website, CashWithFlash.com. We sell picks for all the major U.S. sports. We also have free picks on the daily, premium betting packages, and we have specials on betting baseball and betting football 101, $4.99 in the Kindle store. Head on over to Amazon and check those out. Scotty Fiedler's here. What's happening, Feeds? Nothing. I'm going to have to get myself a Kindle for that price of those books. My uh, goodness. I think you I got, got, you got the real I got, one. Though. I got the hard copies. Come on, baby. I signed for them. That's right. And signed them. I and signed them. Copies and everything. And I'm going to say this, Phil. Uh-oh. You've been listening to this show on Fridays. You've been making money. Yeah, every day, really. We crushed yesterday. You've I been had... making money. I know when I'm here with you, we have made money. Made money. A lot of shows can talk about it, but we boast winners. That's what we do here. And, yeah, we crush on Fridays. We crush whenever we work together. We did. We... Last week, okay. We okay. Had an unbelievable start. And, and again, we're going back to football after we were crushing college hoops. So, uh, you know. But yeah, speaking we, of college we, we hoops. Threw that, we threw that Michigan to you right out of the gate. Oh, we sure did. And you know what? Speaking of college basketball, I'm finally in the, in the black. I was talking. That was a hard start. Oh, and five. Sometimes I'm those surprised are hard. You, I'm surprised you were ever in the black. I mean, I think we were, uh, again, probably what? Four, five, about seven and uh, two to start on a show oh yeah we crush but i i killed myself before the with that same week mm-hmm. i started out like zero and five by a total of four points i fell out wow. that sucked and then it just kind of was weird and then all of a sudden things started to click and that was a good thing pro football college football 49 and 40 in college football pro football we're on a 45 17 and one run with six plus money underdog since the second week of the season. So life is pretty good. Life does sound good. It, it should, and especially for the listeners. Now, we have Championship Saturday. That's a big one. I can't wait. Can't wait for that, too. Oh, and, I tell you, and I tell you, Phil, I know we're not talking ponies this week, but uh, I've been, there's a big carryover at Aqueduct today in the pick six, and I think uh, I'm going to take a swing at that. And uh there's been some interesting stuff. I told you I did requalify for the NHC at the end of January. You right. and I will be taking off for that. And, uh, you know, uh, we've had a few winners recently. Just uh, had a 35-to-1 shot that will 
keep you happy for a while. You could lose a lot after hitting that. You sure can. That's the joy of horse racing. You compete against everyone else who's betting. Yep, exactly. And you don't exactly. have to worry about these horrific sports book practices such as Barstool Sports, what we talked about yesterday, you know, providing picks and then taking bets at the same time and having a losing record with your picks. Wow. The, the top three guys at uh, Barstool Sports, you know, Dave Portnoy, I guess Big Cat, and Stu Finer's on there too. None of them have a 500 record on Sundays in NFL, and they're taking bets at Barstool Sportsbook. Uh, you can't you beat go. that kind of life. I hear you, right? I tell you what, Feeds, we did the wrong thing 20 years ago. What we <laughs> should have done is we should have, instead of all the other things that we spent our money on, we should have put it all in a jar, a big jar, and by the time we did that, after the, all this online sports betting became legal, mm-hmm. we could open the sports book Feeds. I hear you. I hear you. Uh, we wouldn't be stealing like some of these folks. I'll tell you what, play-up doesn't, and that's a great thing. But anyway, we've got championships Saturday, Sunday, mm-hmm. I wanted to say. I know you did. I'm thinking I'm already looking forward to Sunday for a lot of reasons, but uh, Georgia, looking, Alabama. Look, yeah, that I'm looking forward to that one, Georgia, Alabama. I'm looking forward to all the games. Uh, the, the two that we're going to talk about today are Georgia, Alabama, and Michigan, Iowa. Mm-hmm. This Georgia team, though. God, three shutouts this season. Mm-hmm. They're pretty good feeds. I, but Alabama's well, Alabama, and it and it's uh, a Kirby Smart's Doc Vader there. You know, I mean they they just if you remember what was it uh, two or three years ago they should have won the national championship and uh, blew the game at the end to Alabama, uh, blew an SEC championship to go to the college football to Alabama. So there's a little, you know, history with, uh, and Kirby was a Nick Saban guy. So that's a big thing, by the way. Uh, beating Nick Saban, it doesn't happen very often when you were on his staff. Yeah, they say that about a lot of people. But well, they uh, do, right? They they really I do. But listen, I, I think it's 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 like uh, you know, the old uh, listen. The coach helps, and there's some things he could do, but players win games. Uh, you know, coaches lose games. That's how I always looked at it. And, uh, you know, it's like a uh, a horse race. The jockey really, you know, jockey could lose the race. The horse is going to win the race. But and, assistant uh, assistant coaches recruit, though. There's no question about it. They recruit. But, they, listen, Kirby Smart's been at Georgia long enough. And uh, I'm going to say this right now on the air. If, if Kirby Smart doesn't win this national championship, my God, he may never win one. No. They are they are the best team in the country. They it should is, be anyway. Six no and a half points for six and a half point favorites though. I know. I said I go, holy cow, what is that telling you, Vegas? Yeah, I, I was literally expecting a field goal. Yeah. That's what I was expecting. I mean, you know, again, this is one of those here it is, Vegas is screaming to you to take Alabama. They sure are. Screaming That's what, at you. The money's coming pouring in on Georgia. And it, it, it has fluctuated the line between seven and six all week long. What do you think the smart money has been playing Georgia? Uh, I think the smart money takes Georgia at minus six. Yep. It takes and, and flips it over and takes Alabama at plus seven. Mm-hmm. I think that's probably the route you want to go. Uh, the one thing, this team, these teams are not that far apart. They both score over 40 points a game. 
But the defense is where it's all about. I have not seen a defense quite this good in college football in quite a while. They really shut people down, Georgia. Like, first quarter. Now, one of the things I, I, I like a lot of is first quarter wagers. Uh-huh. I know. You've been big on those lately. And, and one of the things I like here, look what Georgia averages 12 points per game in the first quarter. Really? Yeah, Alabama is not far behind. They they average 9.8 points per game. But here's the difference. Georgia allows 1.83 points per first quarter. And Alabama allows 3.92 points per first quarter. Anything three points or under for Georgia, you want to pull the trigger on the first quarter because you're going to look for Georgia. Kirby's going to look to go out there and, and bury him right off the bat. I I do not disagree with that one. And, and again, I think, uh, you know, th- listen, if, if I'm Kirby Smart, I want to get Nick Saban out of the football playoff. And I do that by beating him this uh, Saturday. Well, that's just it. You know, that's you know, just and it. That's, and that, to me, I want to get him out of there. I don't want them to think they have a shot to beat me. I don't want to have to play them again um, for the national championship. You know, that that's not what I want if I'm Kirby Smart now. I'm sure the television would love that, you know, just to be a, a grinded out great game. Alabama pulls it out at the end like they did against Auburn, and then uh, they get to play again. I mean, the TV would love that stuff. Well, you know. that's a number. That number, 49 and a half. Uh, on most Saturdays, we would say over. Yeah, I, I think it could be a stone cold under this Saturday in this game. I wouldn't be surprised if it ends up like ten three Georgia. Yeah, I I, I think closer to a seventeen ten something in that regard. That's what I'm looking at there. Um, but you know, I, I, I'm gonna I, I'm gonna go right now. If we're playing the six and a half, I'm gonna go out and say I'm gonna take the Georgia minus the six and a half. Uh, I would also play under. I would take Georgia and under and, uh, you know, go that route. I just think it's what Vegas is almost telling. You know, they're almost the average better who's not sharp on this stuff is going to say, oh, Alabama, my God, they're getting six and a half points. That's crazy. And their line is, you know, the total's only in the it's not even over 50. That's exactly the way they I think. think the, yeah. And I think the, you know, the, the guy who really doesn't know or doesn't do his homework is going to play Alabama in the over. And I think that's what Vegas is looking for you to do. Well, exactly right. And our job is to beat Vegas. It's not to beat the handicapper down the street. I don't give a crap what he does or she does. Now, I'm going to throw something at you to back up what you were saying, is that Georgia is 6-1 and against the spread in their last seven neutral site games as a favorite of 3.5 to 10 points. Mm Mm-hmm. I like this Georgia team, man. I'm in agreement with you, too. I, think- I do, and I think if I'm coaching and I'm Kirby Smart, you know, I, I got to I gotta put this team away to, tomorrow. Yeah. You know, to me, to me, I'm, if I'm Kirby Smart, I'm playing this SEC championship game a little bit like a national championship game for us. You know, um, and again, the only reason I'm doing that is you do get a few weeks to – get back after this SEC championship. You know, if you had to play the national semifinals a week later, I'm not so sure I'm, I'm in that, you know, camp. But I get a few weeks to, to gather myself again, you know, 
and go that route. You know, like I said, if it was next week, I'd be a little leery that, oh, we play our great game in the SEC championship, and then somehow we lose to a team we shouldn't lose to, you know. And, right. And you know, because you put it all together. I mean, I, I, but with, with the time in between, if I'm not mistaken, you get about three weeks to, to almost a month after this. Game. Yeah, I think they're, I think the semifinal is uh, New Year's Day. Okay, so you get about a month, actually. Yeah, take I think. Three weeks to a month. So, you know, this game is not going to have a factor on that game. No. So, so to me, I'm going, I'm going all out as if this was our national championship game if I'm Georgia. And, and let me get rid of Alabama. Because I don't think there's anyone else in the country that could beat them. You know, when you walk into the uh, as the number one team in the nation in the SEC championship, they've won nine straight since 2009. If you're number one in the country and you've walked it, found yourself in the SEC championship game, you've won every single time that you've entered, stepped on the field. Except, I bet seven of those times it was out. <laughs> Well, that's what it was. You know, they're seven and zero. They're seven and zero in their last seven national championship say, games. Right. Well, that's why I said. I mean, if I'm looking at it as a coach now, forget the spreads, forget everything for a minute, and I'm Kirby Smart. This is my national championship game because I'm looking at the other teams in the country, and I'm saying if we play our game, and even if we play a little bit subpar to our game, there's no one else in the country that's beating me but Alabama. That's the only and, team. And, you know, that's including the Michigans. That's including, you know, everybody that's in it now. Michigan, Notre Dame, Oklahoma State, uh, Cincinnati. You know, all of those teams that are right there on the cusp right now. If I'm Georgia, the only team I'm really concerned about is Alabama. I would think so. And I could take, and I could take them out this Saturday. I'm doing it. Oh, of course. And, and, and damned with everything else and what everyone else thinks, too. Right. I got to tell you, Georgia's eleven and zero this season as the favorite. Well, let's let's go for twelve. Alabama has not been an underdog once this season. I was going to say that's got to be the truth. And like I said, for it to come out at six six and a half, that just tells you what they think of the two teams. That's exactly right. That is one hundred percent correct. But Georgia minus six and a half. Play the under at forty nine and a half, and you know what? Take Georgia in the first quarter if it's three points or less. Love it, Cash. I think we're going to rock and roll, Cash. <laughs> Ash with Flash. <laughs> Craig Doyle came up with that on our tennis show about 12 years ago. A bit and more Cash with the Flash. Yeah. We're doing our best anyway. Right, this one on. here. Every, I, fr- every Friday we have made people money. I'm and every Thursday and every, Wednesday and Tuesday well, and Monday. I know, every, I know I'm only on his shows on Friday, Philip, lately. And every time I've been on his show, we have made our customers' money. And we'll continue to make them money, too. Um, Michigan, Iowa. Now, I'm leaving this one alone. Okay. Only because of Michigan fandom. Okay. I want to be a fan for this game. I want to see them go to the to the playoffs. Mm-hmm. They're 11-point favorites against Iowa, and the, spread, the total is 44 points. <laughs> This is the biggest letdown in the history of uh, biggest letdown spot all time, man. Yeah, I agree. I mean, I, you know, 
I don't think they're going to lose the game. I just don't think they're going to win by 11. I don't either. And, and I'm a Michigan fan. I've watched every one of well, their games. I mean, listen, you, 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 we called it last week. We took Michigan. I told you I, I thought Jim Hubbell would beat him to get the spread, if you remember. And I said if the, if he's ever going to win, this has got to be the year. Yep, I remember uh, that. And I, it is a huge letdown spot now that you've been pointing to that game, pointing to that game. I mean, I think – Michigan lucked out a little bit in Wisconsin losing because uh, I, I think that would have been a real tough spot for them. You know, Iowa has a terrific defense, but their offense is just miserable. Miserable. Just the, 40, just the 43 and a half, 44 point total. Miserable. Um, yeah, that, that I just don't think they're a very good, you know, offensive team, and that could be the problem that they're going to have here. I mean, I think if, if Iowa could stay in the game, look out, you know, uh, it's it's going to get a little, you know, dicey for Michigan. I, I again, I think they pull it out. I think uh, Harbaugh brings the team to the, uh, you know, they're going to play in the, um, uh, the, you know, the national semi playoff, whatever college, game that decides on Sunday, they'll let us yeah, know. They're going to do that, but um, you know, I, I think it's a, it's sort of a little bit of a bad draw for Michigan too. You know, just looking at. Um, the last few, you know, they put it together a little bit, you know, uh, be, you know, crushing, uh, obviously Ohio state was a huge put together, but the game before at Maryland, you know, they just, uh, put a whipping on Maryland. I mean, and, they were, what did they score? 59 points in that game at Maryland. And then they won a tough game, you know, at, uh, Penn state, which I don't care is not easy. You know, after, uh, that was what, two weeks after losing to Michigan state. That's so, right. On the road, man. They came through. And that Michigan State game, that was a fluke, I think. A little bit. I mean, I, I just, you know, again, you look at this, you know, you look at Michigan's schedule and, um, you know, they really, after they have a blowout, they have a little bit of a letdown in these games. I mean, you know, for instance, early in the year, they're at Wisconsin. They beat Wisconsin by three touchdowns. Following week, they're at Nebraska and it's a three point game. Uh, you know, the next week they blow out uh, uh, Northwestern. The following lose. week they lose to Michigan State. Or lost to Rutgers. Uh, no, they beat Rutgers. They beat Rutgers, but they didn't cover the spread. No, that was Northern Illinois, yes. The Northern, after the Northern Illinois game, then they didn't cover against Rutgers. Which is a pretty good football team, too, Northern Illinois, actually. Yes, but they, they stomped Northern Illinois. Yeah, uh, big-time uh, difference and, in recruiting. Uh, I mean, listen, this team is, is a, a bad call away from being undefeated, you know, so. I know. That's the other thing. But then, you know, listen, now you got to look, you know, what 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 was uh, Iowa's scheduling. And, you know, I mean, listen, early in the year, they were they were taking it to teams. They, they had the big win against Penn State. When they were both, I think, moved, propelled them to number two in the country, and then they go and lose two in a row to Purdue and Wisconsin, and now they put four in a row together again. So, you know, I mean, they're not playing the defense they were early in the year. They're giving up some points, but um, I just think eleven's too much. That's way too much. Spencer Petras is going to play tomorrow. That should help them. Right. You know, one of the problems is is that the offense lately has gotten pretty good field position too, thanks to that defensive effort. Defense is terrific. They really they are. They really are. But the Michigan defense might even be better. 
Yes. I mean, the only defense better than both of them in the country is Georgia. Is Georgia. And this is a great game. We, we're really lucky for Saturday, that's for sure. Yep, Saturday's lucky. I mean, it, to me, I, I look at this one again, and I think it's funny for the average fan, you know, I think these games may be lower scoring. I don't know what the weather is for the Big Ten Championship. I don't know if they – when did they play that game? Oh, that I think they're playing this one in Indianapolis. Is it, is it indoors? Okay, yeah, so it's, it's indoors, so it, doesn't, so it doesn't matter. Um, and to be honest, with that total, you may you may squeak it over in this game. But uh, I, I'm going to tell you to take the 11, play Iowa. I think they're playing for you know possibly a, a big you know whatever the six uh, bowl game for them. I and, think they uh, would get to go to the Rose Bowl. Right. So you know it's not as little a game as you think for them either. It's so, huge for them, considering right. they haven't been able to score many points. Right, considering they're even there right now. But uh, I, I'm taking the 11, you know, uh, and I think it'll be a closer game than everyone thinks. I think it's a little bit of a letdown for Michigan. You know, they had uh, probably 80,000 people on the field after that game. So, yeah, right. Uh, you know, I, I mean, this is definitely, if there's a spot, I don't think they'll lose the game, but I do think it's going to be a lot closer than everyone thinks. I think so, too. I would take Iowa plus 11 also. I'll join you on that. But what was funny is the Ohio State fan base, they were going wild over the fact that Michigan was celebrating after the game. The fans stormed the field. There was 80,000 people on the field. But yet, Ohio State beat Duke. They flooded the court. Nobody said a peep. Well, that's Ohio State for you, so. Yeah, well, that's the whole state school thing. I hear you. <laughs> they take anybody over there. But uh, whatever. Anyway, Michigan plus, or my, or I'm sorry, Iowa plus 11. That's the one you want. Let's flip it over to the NFL. The Giants and the surging Miami Dolphins. <laughs> the Dolphins are a four-point favorite at home, and the spread, or the total, I should say, is 40.5 points. I'm not a believer in the Miami Dolphins at all. I haven't been. They haven't even replaced your brother yet. That's been a long time. It's been a long time. They haven't won a playoff game since him. Nope. And Scott's brother. And they they should have given him. And now they appreciate him. It's very funny how now they appreciate what he did there. I used to get pissed off because I learned how to listen to radio in the United States from Greece. And I would listen to the Miami radio stations. And I would just get pissed off. I would try to call in, but, you know, they had 800 numbers. But you can't do that from Europe. And I'd be so angry at them. I sent more emails to that state, those stations, than to anyone else, period. And and Scott's brother is Jay Fiedler, in case you didn't catch that last name before. Jay. Jay is running. By the way, if you are in the New York area, in the greater New York area, Long Island. Just had our first clinic. I know that's what you're going to talk about. We just had our first one Wednesday, and I'm going to tell you what. We had a packed house there. We had 45 kids between QBs and receivers. And that's big. So the word is the word is out, and Jay is one of the best quarterback trainers, quarterback wide receiver trainers in the country. And the I'm number one guy that. in the Northeast. If you're... No, no question in the Northeast. I mean, he's done quite a few uh, we had a couple kids win the Long Island Championships again this year. Uh, you know, I, I know it's not a great thing right now, but he, Trevor Simeon, he did work with, who, uh, you know, 
got a few games with the the Saints. I don't, I think if Jay doesn't work with him, he never even starts games in the NFL. So. And that's probably true. You know, a lot of people said the same thing about Jay. He worked real hard. He expects his students to work hard. But he's a great teacher, a great communicator, and the kids listen to him. You, you want any real proof? You ought to see Scotty's son throw the football. Holy shit. <laughs> I look forward. You know, the season's over. And I used to look forward to those uh, videos you would send me. I'm telling you. He, Tyler's he, slanging. He had sub-season for a 10-year-old playing for the first time. It's amazing. Playing tackle Wait, football. Far, for far, far, exceeded, far exceeded my expectations, let me tell you. He busted off the day I was there. He busted you know, off like some 90-yard yeah, run. And you know I'm not a, a one of those dads. I mean, like I told you, the best part of Tyler when I knew he was good was when his mother wasn't uh, critiquing him every game. So, And you know how that works. Yeah, mom I sure is do. Way t- mom is way tougher than dad in this family when it comes to that. Yeah, you come home with a loss, you might not eat. That ain't, That's, da- uh, that ain't true. dad. That's true. That is true. That's mom. <laughs> Tough. So what? So you're telling me for basically what we've been saying here, you're going to take the New York Giants plus the five. Is what I might saying. not even. I might hit the snooze button on this game. Well, I think it is a snooze button game, but uh, I um, think the Giants are going. You know, take I, I guess the big question is, is: is Danny Dimes playing in this game? Is what you well, have to find out. We don't know. That's the problem. I mean, listen, here's my opinion of this. I think if if Daniel Jones is playing, you take the five points. Um, if he's not, I think it's a no play. He's doubtful. Yeah, no, I, I, I know that. That's why I said I think, uh, you know, I, I mean, their backup is who? I don't even know who their backup is anymore. Because they haven't used him. Well. I, let me see who it would be. Danny Dimes. Let me see. I'll find it. I'll find him on the depth chart somewhere here. Okay, quarterbacks. You know what? There hasn't been. Oh, Mike Glennon is his backup. All right. So again, I'm taking. I'll take the five with Danny Dimes in there, and that, and don't get me wrong, Danny Dimes is no superstar. No. But um, Miami has a tough defense. You know that's where you're uh, really. It, it's a. You know, that's what makes this game interesting. Miami's defense has played very well the last few weeks. That's why they're winning football games. Um, you know, I didn't I didn't necessarily see a total here. Uh, oh, know. it's 40 and a half. Yeah, so, I mean, your play, four points play here may be, uh, your play here may be a stone-cold under. I, I don't think they, they may not even be touchdowns scored in this game. My My plan is to leave this one alone. No Good Danny call. Dimes, no shot. Mike Glennon, no shot against that defense. Right. None. You know, I think either way, the play here is the under. It's a low total, but I just don't see either team scoring many points. I like the Giants' defense a bit. That's what I'm saying. I just don't see either team scoring points. I don't either. Um, I'll have picks up on Saturday night. This probably won't be one of them, but the best play it looks like is the Giant, or I'm sorry, the Dolphins under 40 and a half points. Mm-hmm. That's where that's the way I'm going. Yeah, I think you might be right. I want to see what happens with Saquon Barkley, too. Who knows with his deal. Mm-hmm. You want to add some numbers before we get into the next game? Favorites sure. this season for the NFL. 105-72 and one straight up. Underdogs against the spread are 177 and one. We've benefited from several of those this season. 
The away teams on the money line, 92, 85, and 1. And the away team against the spread, 102, 75, and 1. And unders are dominating this season, 101, 78, and 2. I wrote those in my notes, so I figured I'd get them in there. Ah, no, hey, that's that's all. Right. Listen, you always have good stuff when it comes to that, you know. Yeah, I don't always know. have good stuff. I try my best. Now this Baltimore Pittsburgh game, we took <laughs> we took that one on the chin last Sunday. Oh, did we ever? But that's okay, because you know something. When Mike Tomlin is the underdog, that was where we just played numbers, and we really blew that one. I, I think we, you know what, Phil? I think it was a little bit of listen. Mike's Brian Levy's guy. I know. Brian Levy's our guy. Uh, we wanted it to be, you know, that way. And, uh, you know, I think we didn't look at the game as a handicapper as much as we should have. Maybe. We, you we know, got caught. I, think, I, I got caught up in your numbers. I know that much. I, I know so, I did, too. Because the week, and, be, But the week before, mm-hmm. they hit as as underdogs on the road and it was like made them like 39 18 and 1 or something like that. That's an absurd number. Mm-hmm. You almost have to go with it. I I hate going against Mike Tomlin, not just because yeah, of Brian, but because it just doesn't make financial no, sense. He's a terrific coach, so it is a you know, it is a tough one and now they they back at home, you know, that's a totally different, you know. Totally different animal, but Baltimore's a four and a half point favorite. Yeah. But this is where I get weird. This is what makes this game weird is the total. It's 44 points. Now, generally speaking, when you have a team like this, it'll be like 41, 42. And this wasn't. Now, it opened. This game opened. Let me see. That's okay. This game opened. Baltimore, three-point favorite. That got bet up to four and a half. But the total was 45 in an opening, and it's only moved one point. Mm-hmm. That to me is weird. I, I'm kind of feeling like the money. Well, how is, healthy is the defense of, of Pittsburgh? Is Watt back and all of those guys? Are I think Watt's back. Good? Yeah, you know that's that. I think that's the key to this game. I mean, you know, here's another typical NFL game. You know, uh, oh, the Steelers are dead. They're reeling. They got no shot. They just lost forty-one to thirteen in Cincinnati. And everyone and their mother is on Baltimore. T.J. Watt is out for this game, COVID-19 protocol that's list. That's what I thought. I had a feeling, and that's, that changes a few things. But uh, The night that I had him as an underdog two weeks ago, they won without T.J. Watt. Mm-hmm. Baltimore, though, is a funny team. Yes. It's a hard read. They have one less day of preparation because they played on Monday night. Well, the whole key to them is, you know, can they run the football? Can they? Can you run and, the football and, against and the Steelers? Right, I get that's what I mean. And are they? And are they healthy again? You know, I mean, Lamar was out a couple of weeks ago. He did not look like uh, the typical Lamar. He hasn't looked right all season. Twelve that, interceptions. I'll tell you that. Well, I never count on him to throw the ball. I forget that. Yeah, he but he is. usually doesn't turn it over. That's what I'm. Trying to say. Plus, he's got these kids out there injured. The brown kid is always injured. I think he's finally healthy. He was healthy Monday, or at least he played. Right. Um, Picking up that check is important, too. And uh, Baltimore looked okay on Monday, though. Well, they overcame four picks. 
Isn't that Four. the game? Now, how is it possible? I, I'm still... Which is, amazes me still that Baltimore won that game. How is it possible? And, and I stayed completely away from that game with Cleveland. That was Sunday night, excuse me, or was it Monday night? Whatever it was. How do you throw four interceptions in a game and still and win? win. Because well, the other team's not capitalizing. You know how it is. Yeah, well, they held, I'll tell you what, they held Nick Chubb to 16 freaking yards in that game. Right. Mm-hmm. That Baltimore defense doesn't get talked about enough. No. And I think it should. That defense, they're a lot, they allow a bunch. Actually, the ninth fewest, 21.8 points per game. And we don't talk about them much. Everything is about Lamar Jackson. I think this yep. defense is going to be good, but then you got to look at the flip side of this. Pittsburgh needs to win this one. This, well, I was going to say this is Pittsburgh's season. They they lose this game. The game they they're done for the this season. This would this could end up being the first losing season Tomlin's had over at Pittsburgh, right? I don't know if they have a losing season, but I think playoff wise, this is the game they ha- they must win. Um, it's at home. You know, uh, Baltimore did win, but didn't look very good. Uh, give me the four and a half. I, I'm I, I, I'm going to go back to the well here, Phil. You know, um, I am too. I'm going to leave the total alone. I am too because I just think it's right on the border. Uh, but I, I'm going to take my points and hope it's a field goal game one way or the other. And you know what else I'm going to hope for is that the line moves higher. Mm-hmm. The more points, the merrier because – this is, this is for the playoffs. If they lose to this team, the Baltimore Ravens, I think they're going to have a hard time making the playoffs. Yeah, well, they go below 500 if they lose. That's not good. That's <laughs> not a Mike Tomlin team usually. I nope. still think they'll finish with winning season. But if they don't beat Baltimore, that's it. And Baltimore? Yeah. Baltimore pretty much has their ticket written. They're probably going to get in. Mm-hmm. The, steel, the only thing that gives me pause about this game feeds is is the Steelers point differential is minus 43 and they're reeling there's no question the Steelers are reeling right now they they three two and one at home they tied the Lions for goodness sakes right I mean they tied the Lions at home beat uh, Chicago by two uh, beat Seattle who's not a good Seattle team by three I mean the only good home win they had was uh, against Denver the only home win they had in Denver. Denver doesn't. How do I put this? We're going to talk about them in a minute. They're not a big road team, though. So, I. Yeah. Uh, it just depends on what side I just, of the bed. I, I'm just going for it's going to be a closer game than. Uh, yeah, four and a think, half. And they'll they'll stay with them. I mean, after getting blown out by the Bengals, I don't think Tomlin's going to get blown out again. I, I mean, they've lost. Listen, they also it may just be a bad matchup with the Bengals. You know, they lost by two touchdowns early in the year at home to the Bengals. Yeah, well, which I which I really didn't, uh, you know, pick up on last week. Well, that's and, okay. And shame and shame on me. You know, shame on me. Shame on me. You know, on that stuff. So you know, like, hey, listen, when we mess up, we let everyone know. We take it on a chin. I think Joe know? Hayden played in both those Bengals games. Mm-hmm. That's probably what it is. Could be. Who knows? Steelers plus four and a half, though. That should yep, be the that might be the winning ticket. All right, we got one more. This is the Sunday night. I mean, Sunday night football. I was going to say Sunday night soccer game. Denver, Kansas City. 
The Chiefs are 10-point home favorites. The total is 47 and a half. Mm-hmm. Man, first of all, Kansas City bashers need to shut up. The team wins. Let's face yep. it. They're seven and four. What do you expect them to do? Run the table every year? Andy Reid off a of bye week. Andy Reid off a of bye week in the Broncos. I don't know what the story you, is. I'm going to tell you here what my thing is, and I know you. I know you had a thought. I'm sorry I interrupted you. No, it's okay. But I'm going to give you this right now. Nick Fangio. They play a lot of man defense. They sure do. I'm going to tell you what. You cannot play a lot of man defense against the Kansas City Chiefs. That's when they kick your behind. And that's what's going to happen in this game, too. That's that's where I was going, Phil. I, I'm going straight off of Nick Fangio is going to not change his ways. He's going to go man defense, and you cannot play this team like that. No. And I think I think Mahomes getting a little rest this week, the, the, the guy's getting healthy. And again, as always, Andy Reid, you know, off a of bye week is ridiculous. Uh, I'm taking the Chiefs. Yeah, I'm laying. I'm laying it. I'm laying it. Laying I, ten points. And you know, I normally won't do that, but I just think it's. Uh, I think this is it. This could be. This really could be. But you it's know a what? bad matchup for Denver. It's a bad matchup. But the one thing that gives me pause: Denver might not have the greatest record this season, and they don't. But one thing: they're six and five. That's not bad. It's the NFL. It's a very Tight league. Yeah, Parody they're, exists. They're, they're a good team. They're still in a hunt to win the division. So, And they could. Now, the point differential is something I care about a lot. Yep. And Denver is plus 32. Kansas City is plus 31. But I know it looks close. But let's not forget Kansas City had a couple games where they didn't score very many points. And they got blown out. And they haven't been blown out in their last four games. Or they've won four straight. Denver came off a big win last week, but they're still that was their first win in a while. They're not playing that great. I like Teddy Bridgewater, but in the Kansas City defense is just putrid. But a lot yes. of it had to do this year anyway with poor field position because of turnovers and, and the like. They didn't they don't have the greatest punting game around. So Ten points, and, of, and of course, that right. And of course, everyone's going to look at their big win last week against, you know, uh, not San Diego. I'm sorry, the Los Angeles Chargers. Uh, again, at a, a, a home game, and here you go. Now you're going to Kansas City, one of the toughest places to play. And uh, I, I don't know. I just don't think the way they play, their style, is going to cost them here in this game. I think they're a team that waits too late too, because they're like in the fourth quarter, tenth in scoring and third in points allowed in the fourth quarter. That's pretty good. They wait too late. You wait too late against Kansas City, and I know the defense isn't so good. But they've turned that down, too. They're only allowing 22 points per game, 13th in the league. Mm -hmm. Okay, Denver has done really well. They, They allow the third least amount of points. But this is Patrick Mahomes. This is Andy Reid coming off a bye week, like Scotty said about five times now. And, and that's the way it should be. You're right. That's what. That's the kind of number that you should pay attention to. Andy Reid with two weeks to prepare. That's a well, lot that, of time. Like I said, that to me, that's the two. The two in this game is Andy Reid, and and Nick Fangio is known for playing man coverage. And and that's this is not a team you really want to play man. I mean, Tyree Hill may go crazy. 
Well, that puts that 47 and a half points in reach. Yes. Because, you know, Kansas City might not allow a lot of points, but they're not so great. That defense is not that good. Yep. But I mean, I they seem Kansas to play better City at home, jumped, I think Kansas City jumps out on his team, and you hope you don't get back to a cover here. That's that's the problem. That's the problem because, again, this is a Ten team. Ten is a lot of points in the NFL. This is a team that scores points in the fourth quarter, like almost eight per fourth quarter. This thing's going to be over by halftime. I'm gonna I'm gonna join you. Go Kansas City minus ten, and and I'm gonna have to think about that total because the only way to play that total is probably to play over. Right. Depending I mean, on over, the weather. Over is almost your hedge on a on a uh, backdoor cover too. That that's exactly right. Yeah, you might lose a little, but you won't lose a lot. That's for sure. Great stuff today. You too, my friend. That was a lot of fun, man. You can find Scotty over on Twitter at Brookwood Camps. And if you're so inclined and are thinking about sleepaway camps for your children, head on over to brookwoodcamps.com. And that's going to wrap it up for today's show. We want to thank PlayUp Sportsbook for presenting Play the show up. to you. Don't forget Cash with Flash Best Bets has all the premium and free picks you could ever want. Great packages and four ninety nine on the Kindle for betting football 101 and betting baseball 101. Until next time, you all take care of yourselves. Be good. And most importantly... Ladies and gentlemen, my mother thanks you, my father thanks you, my sister thanks you, and I thank you. Thanks for listening to The Phil Nason Show. Download us at your favorite podcast catcher, including iTunes, TuneIn, iHeartRadio, or Google Play. And please leave a review. You can follow Phil on social media at Cash with Flash and like our Facebook show page.